Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. It's your cousin Juju. It's your boy Burgundy Jack. Dance. <laughs> And this is Ray wait, Daniels, wait, aka wait. no, no, no. Wait, you gotta step yours up. This is that role. You gotta step yours up, Ray. And this is Ray Daniels, aka the culture no, referee. No, no, no. And this is the culture report. You better do some brother, 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 Ray. This thing just went into like this is Burgundy Jack, and I'm here on the radio. And if you listen to me Monday through Friday, one four to six, and if you need something, like he went in. He was in the mirror. Okay, this is Ray Daniels, aka the culture referee, and this the culture report, aka presented by the Gall Show. Let's go. <laughs> and obviously, obviously we're in silly moves right now because Burgundy Jack is on the show. Sorry. Before we get started, yo, can y'all like, can y'all subscribe, okay. can y'all share? That costs nothing. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Yoko Vodka. Shout out to our sponsor, uh, Token Carry. And shout out to our newest sponsor, Two Lost. Let's give it up for Two Lost, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Two Laws. Let's get it. We're going to have something big we doing with them. But let's get into it, T. Let's go. I'm sorry because Jack Bird like that. Bird. Okay, so. I been, told you I've been media training. I've been working on I know. You was in the mirror. I'm, I'm proud of you. Okay, so as the security guard in a Montgomery brawl um, was charged with third degree assault, which makes no sense because he was the one attacked. Um, he going to get off. You think he going to get off? But why, why would they even charge him then? What was the purpose? Who knows? Because he's in Alabama. He's a black man in Alabama. That's what I'm thinking. White man. So is race. <laughs> so That's I, what I wanted to know. Yeah, but you know, sometimes... Some, okay, so you got to look at it like this. Look at it from this standpoint. We all know how us as black people felt about that day. But you got to understand that for every ying, there's a yang. For every black person that's like... Yes, mm. there was a white person that was like, "Look at would you look at that? <laughs> would you look at how they're acting?" Come so, look at this, so, Billy. So politically, sometimes you got to bring charges just for the sake of saying I brought charges, rather than uh, not bringing charges because it's a moral, morally great story. So I, I could see them mm. pushing charges, pressing charges, or whatever it is because they kind of have to. It's kind of like. Right, gotcha. like you know, I'm gonna do this, but I guarantee. But it's you also you Alabama's out. still a lynch mob state too. So, like by that being said, but it's right. a national story, and 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 it's a national story, and they they are that, but they're not gonna lynch in the middle of the season, like while everybody's watching, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like it's lynching off season when nobody cares. Like they're not gonna get the face right. of. If you think about throwing a hat in the sky, it's, it's that guy is the face of that now. Yeah. Right. They're not going to get That's why I feel like they did it because they kind of had to. But, dog, do you understand how politicized that moment would mm -hmm. be and Absolutely. how much it would hurt Alabama if they go hard at that man based on what everybody saw? Because even in the light of the law, there's still a right and a wrong. And I think that sometimes then they just do it politically to just file and then go quiet. Like, okay, mm -hmm. let's, we got him now. Mm. And now, you know what I mean? So I think everything is political, but... I don't think he ain't gonna get he gonna get off. Yo, the crazy shit is I, I actually used to live in Alabama. What? And um um when I was a teenager. And that's the first time that someone not black or not called, you? called me a nigga. Oh Lord. Really? Yeah, that's a fact. You know, as long I've as I've never been had that, you know, as long as I've been living in Atlanta and people say the South, I've never been dealt with racism. Cause it's it's the difference is like when I say Alabama, like because Atlanta, I always explain this to people, right? When you come to Georgia. You come to, they say, I'm coming to Atlanta. You be like, all right, what part of Atlanta are you going to? They be like, oh, I'm going out to Locust Grove. You be like, no, you're not going to Atlanta. <laughs> you're going to Georgia. <laughs> so it's yeah. a difference. Like, Atlanta is the, there's, it's a metropolitan. Mm -hmm. And there's certain parts of Atlanta where you're like, so, so far east you can go, so far north you can go, right. so far south, so far west you can go. And that's considered Atlanta. But, like, for Alabama, everything is like, it's Montgomery, Selma, 
Birmingham. Like these are all places that still have racism prevalent, and it's yeah. like it's an underlying factor of how the the, the culture is built there. Hold on, Jack. What did you say? To, like, what what you did you nothing. do with the white person? What nothing. Did I, say to him? I got family in Alabama. I already know how I get down. What did I say? Yeah, like how did that situation play out? Okay, I'm making sure. I'm waiting on my day. I promise I'm waiting on my day. I definitely think we should. I definitely think everybody should make a GoFundMe for my man's though, because if he if he go on that brother. He is gonna get off. Like, yeah. we ain't even gotta well, he still need to go for you. That brother right. don't need to. He only need to be. A, yeah, just let's, let's, let's play like one hundred fifty racks for my right. man. Right, we do it for everybody. We not gonna pay that. We ain't gonna get It's not. Yeah, somebody big is gonna probably come in and say, "Yo, yeah, oh, Tyler, Perry. Tyler Perry, love it. Drama. We all love Tyler Perry." Word. Okay, so exciting Grammy nominations are out. Um, so we got a Grammy nomination in the house, right? And you worked on yes. some projects. What you got going on, Juju? We don't have. We I didn't get any nominations not, this year. Not this year, but Ray, I know you got you got the, the family big stuff, did though. The big stuff. Come on, shout out to T. Ron. The only Af- the, the only black man to be nominated for songwriter of the year is now. my guy Teron Thomas, who I been managing since he was working in Party City. That's so crazy. A long way from Party City to partying at the Grammys, but you know we gonna get there. I think, he, I think he got a really good chance at winning. I really do. Okay, so I was kind of shocked that Gunna didn't get nominated for a Grammy because his rap album was one of the biggest rap albums that came out this year. It's politics. Uh, Gunna is not really outside promoting his album and politicking his album. Um, so, I mean, I understand why it wasn't nominated. It's Yeah, I, 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 I don't think... I think that... I think that the reason why the Grammys is so prestigious is because they are, it's, all, it's your peers... And I can't see his peers rewarding what they see as bad, bad uh, um, behavior. Behavior. I was about to say bad, yeah, bad behavior. I could see them kind of not wanting to reward it. Shining him, keeping him He's not even the, the biggest cold. snub of the Grammys, though. The biggest snub was Rimmer. Yeah. Rimmer got snubbed bad. I think the biggest snub was us too. Little, yeah, you should. I, I think Lil Durk. Uh, um, I think we should have. I just definitely. knew that was. I just Me too. Knew that I thought that was real. an automatic. No question. Like, I know we getting that. Y'all I, definitely I respect songwriter yet, but I'll take. Still right. take it, right? Songwriter right years. That's so hey, already. I'll take that one rap song of the year. That's crazy. Yeah. Any award. Any, what? This only second year they had the category. Y'all yes. got it. So. Yes. Oh. Oh, that's big. That's but the reason story. I say Rimmer, Rimmer got snub. Rimmer literally had the big, the biggest song in Afrobeat history. Right. And he didn't even get nominated. Like he didn't. Yeah, I think Burner Boy got nominated for the Afrobeat. Burner. 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 Uh, Tyler. DeVito. Tyler. Yeah. Man, you know, a lot of the homies are nominated, but definitely Rimmer should have got nominated because he he got snubbed on that. Wait, is this true? Ice Spice got four Grammy nominations. Yeah, she definitely did. That's crazy. Nikki's first Grammy nomination. Well, not nomination, but hopefully nomination. Don't be (laughs) making fun of me. Nomination. Do you think that they're gonna win? This is gonna be Nikki's first with Barbie World. (sighs) Probably not. Damn, Nikki's never gonna get a Grammy. I think she'll get like a lifetime achievement award. Grammy. Grammys don't do that. The Grammys don't do that. <laughs> Hell no. That's, that's the NAACP, my brother. You either won, no, either you won. That's the BT Awards. That's the BT Awards. That's the BT Awards, the Billboard Awards. Oh, okay, my bad. The Grammys, just, there's no, there's no. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. No, Nikki's just not getting one, okay? Hey, yo, y'all remember when Michael Jackson won the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Grammys? I mean, at the BT Awards that year. And he went up there and he said, I want to thank the Academy. And then it was, like, was like, what and he kind of back and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, this BT award is going to Academy. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Oh, no. Yeah, Michael That's Jackson, funny as hell. Like, he can receive the award. He's like, I want to thank the Academy. And he's like, oh, it's BT. It was just funny. Well, you Ooh. know, he used to ragging them shits up. So. Mm-hmm. He could get them confused, which yeah. one is which. Speaking. Can I ask a question? I got y'all a question. I want y'all to think about this. 
and this actually changed my life since we're talking about awards. You can take the most gangster. Matter of fact, let's not even say gangster. Let's say sexy red, right? Who, for, for all intents and purposes, is making ratchet, low vibrational music, right? Mm-hmm. We can all agree with that. I think she will agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that. If sexy there were four red, fights at her there were four fights at her. Sh- uh, that's normal. They probably got a fight section at right. sexy yeah. red concerts. Yeah, fight club. They got a she ring. was like, she was gonna say, "Ooh, y'all, they fighting." They got a se- <laughs> they sexy fight. red probably got a fight over here section. But hold on, but no, but okay, 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 I gotta ask y'all because this really changed my entire thought process. A uh, gangster, mm-hmm. a stripper, any black person. When they win an award, I don't give a fuck if they got a song saying, I killed my mama. Thank God. The first thing they're going to do is thank God. Amen. When a black person won an award, the first thing they're going to do is thank God. White people don't thank God when they win their awards. Now, Jelly Roll just did. Now, Jelly Rose is a southern Love white man, which is a little different, right? Shout out to he him. He doesn't hang with those white people. But yeah. I'm saying, <laughs> watch true. any award show. White people don't thank God first. I'm going to say what and, and And then what really changed my life is it made me say... What the hell do they know that we don't know? Why are we? Why like? Why are we? Because we think. Wait, which was starting over here? No, now. I'm. At, to be real, this been a, this been something in my head for 25 years. This is before I got in the music business. I I used to watch award shows and be like, why don't they thank God? What they know? Next time you watch an award show, yeah, pay attention. The only awards, only only award show where they actually do it is like country music awards. But country. that's because country music because they're it's southern soul, yeah. southern. No, um, Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. It's the South, right? Baptist it's different. Belt, sure. But if you watch the Grammys, you watch the Oscars. Next time you watch an award show, that's real. Watch when white people get up there. They never thank God. But a nigga can have a song called mm-hmm. called "The Devil Loves Me," <laughs> and, and that nigga's gonna go up there and say, "I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for like." It's weird how. White people don't thank God, but black people do. Because he also know how grandma gonna treat him too. Because you gotta look at it from that standpoint. Like there was always a there was always a line in the Bible where it was like, you know, um, God, Jesus said, if you don't claim him or something in front of everyone, then. So I always thought about. So I think even, I think in the back of our heads, it's something to do with the Bible. But it's interesting to me that white people don't thank God when they win. It's like what the fuck? Like that, a white person won and say, I want to thank my dog, right? Because. <laughs> Because my dog was the was he brought me this piece of paper and it's like a nigga gonna say thank God for my sending that piece of paper through that dog. It's just weird how they see it. And I always always said to myself, they know something we don't know. You know the answer, Ray? Tell me. Racism. I don't know if it's racism. It is. I think no. I don't because think religion was introduced to black people as a form of control, right? So they put it. They they wanted to instill fear. No, hear me. I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, is that you're right. But I'm saying. They taught us that hundreds of years ago, mm-hmm. and it's still here. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, is that I think that it has been passed down from generation yeah, to generation to generation. You also got to think too. Most like most, but it's the, something happening in their households that that's that tells them. Ah. Most of the yes. black artists that go up there too, you got to think they got Big Mama or somebody that's like that they know they got to go to a cookout. That's what I'm saying. Like and and that's they, what I mean, Tamara. Like grandma, somebody, be like, like, you went up on like, in front of know, the stage and they say, "Gone." We know for a fact. Our family gonna be like, boy, you forgot God. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> that's in the house. Once you though. get behind right. the, you don't you don't get ridiculed in public from it. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. That's real. Like no one ever got ridiculed for not thanking God. No one did, but you will get ridiculed by, at, in the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying it's something. That's why I said they know something we don't know, yeah, because it's it's when you go home mm-hmm. when it's like, oh, who cares. <laughs> God smart. <laughs> we, he's our cousin. We made him up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it could be anything. No, I'm being honest. Like, they know something we don't know for that to happen. That's all I'm saying. You go ahead, T. 
I'm gonna keep it. Um, Andre 3000 has a new album coming out. What are we thinking? Are we excited? I just hope that he was rapping. Man, rapping. high cross buns, sure no ray me. I, I just, to all I, that. I just, I just hope that he's rapping enough. He said he's not rapping at all. I don't think this. he's gonna rap. I, I I I can't imagine that, he, that nothing's gonna be. Around. Hey, that brother can even that brother can play the flute for forty five minutes right. straight, and I'm gonna listen to and it. And it's gonna be some fire Bruh. flute playing, though. Bruh, I, I dog. If, even if it sounds like the love below, I'm happy because he didn't really rap on the love below. Like think about it. Hey y'all, he wasn't rapping. Um, prototype, he wasn't rapping. He sung the whole album. He was singing. He, singing. Was singing. he sung the whole album. Like she lives in my lap. Like he was mm-hmm. singing the whole album. He didn't yeah. rap the album. Big boy album was rap. So even if you look at the Roses was on the Love Below album, mm-hmm. but Roses, his verse was Caroline, Caroline, Caroline. And then Big Boy rapped. Yeah. So he didn't even rap on a Love Below album. So that's why I'm like, I think if it feels like, I hope that you're the one. Mm. You know what he doing? Oh, my, if it feels like that, Aaron, we out of here. You know what I feel like he doing? Aaron, I'm like producer. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Dre sat back. That's your fight. Now Vito gonna see. He don't watch the show anyway. <laughs> That's a fact. I feel like Dre sat back and he was like, he was like, Marvin Gaye's one of the number one sampled artists of all time. Fuck that. I'm about to make a flute album. I'm about to be the number one sampled oh, artist. I can see that. That's smart. And that, that'd be hard, <laughs> like, because everybody, you know, how many producers are inspired by Dre? How many artists are inspired? You know, how many people gonna go to and sample his that that right. album? I can't yeah. wait. That's a good way to let you. So you gonna listen to the forty five minutes of flute? Absolutely. I'm gonna give Dre. I'm gonna listen to every Ray second. Will, with every so with a big actually, smile. That, that actually might be some Zen. It might be a Zen album if to listen to. Like if Fifty you... Cent dropped the whistle album. Are you gonna <laughs> listen to it? <laughs> I'm asking you. If Fifty Cent dropped the album, he said this album. I'm just gonna Jack whistle. Jack is gonna be outside. Are you gonna listen to it? Jack will be on the table. It's Queens, nigga. Dre is from up the street from where I'm from, bro. It's I'm listening. Oh, okay. Cool. I like that. Just a question. All righty then. So Drake and J. Cole are going on tour. I just don't see how them two kind of linked up. Why, but first of all, Drake is supposed to be taking a break. Didn't he say why, he was taking why, a break for health Drake issues? Not, why, I just asked, why is Drake staying in stadiums? So, are they staying in arenas? So you know why Drake, right. well, you, you know, to go you know to why they really doing this tour? And it, well, it makes, why? What makes it Please. interesting? This is like, so it, Don Vito's not here to tell you to be quiet. So <laughs> it reminds you, you of Dollar in the Dream, right? When, Thank you, Aaron. When J. Cole did Dollar in the Dream, he did all B markets. Drake does, if you notice on Drake's tours, he never does B markets. So this is Drake's chance to get into B markets because J. Cole, J. Cole does B markets. You gotta oh, yeah. tell me. So like now, B-market. see that's I gotta dap you on that. See, by the way, guys, this is why I love Juju being on the show. Okay, I executive producer, I acted executive producer said no, it's different. But this is why I like Juju because Juju actually that's really a dope observation. Wait, what's a B thought. group? So B markets, like, you would never understand that because you're a girl from Harlem. Oh, but if shit. you are a girl from Kansas City, you will understand what B Mark oh, is. So like. smaller towns. Yeah, it's towns right. that normally don't get a show because you don't have like it like, has- like like Birmingham doesn't have like you got to look at it like this small towns, they don't even have football teams. Like that's why college football is so big and high school mm. football because those little towns all they can hold on to is those. I never thought of that. I know because you're from a big. And they'll market. do the, They'll actually do the show at like and like if they go to Birmingham. They'll do the show in Tuscaloosa at, at Alabama Stadium. Yeah, that makes or so they much might sense. Do it in Nashville. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. I thought he, he was going go for the cancel the the ones he didn't make on his first tour. I thought this was like the makeup. No, nah, I mean, so the B sides of a of of like a like songs like the no no. no, no. I, I see what you no. I see what you talking. I know what you thought. I was going in my head. I thought that Drake was. Spinning the block on all the tours that he canceled. No, 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 no. He's just trying to he, make he, up. He's, 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 because he ain't coming to Atlanta. He's using, he's using J. Cole, J. Cole. Has, a, has, a, has a foothold in those small the markets. Small, okay. So Drake is like, now, I mean, it's my chance to go touch those markets. That's and like, cute. These are like, they're still going to do, they're doing arenas. They're still doing arenas and doing stadiums on the tour. All right. 
right. Well, I guess. I just don't see J. Cole fans. Like, they're a little bit more, a little opposite ends to me. Like, J. Cole fans and Drake fans, I feel like. Well, they, it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna be the interesting kids versus the cool kids that, that think right. they. It's going to be that little group. It's going to like, like Dreamville Fest. It's going to like Dreamville Fest or OVO Fest. If you see either one but of Drake, those. The Drake fans is more mainstream. J. Yeah, Cole fans is more, like be, you said, B market. So I think it's going to be a mixture of the cool kids and the kids that ain't cool and they're going in. Because I'm going to drive to the, I'm going to go to the Nashville show. Let's, I'm yeah, going I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, Nashville. Let's do the Nashville. Yeah, <laughs> Barry. I'm going to need some tickets. All right, so. Let's go. Before I go into new music, um, Chris Brown only did one interview while promoting his new album, 1111, and it was with Funny Marco. And I want to talk about that. I think that is interesting that. Uh, by the way, I think we have two songs on that album, so. Make sure y'all stream it. Um, I think artists are kind of stepping away from traditional type rollouts for their shows. Like, I think any other time when people have an album like this, they would have been on Good Morning America. They would have been on The Breakfast Club. Chris Chris Brown wouldn't. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, but he's decided (laughs) to do an interview with Funny Marco, which is more content driven, right? So, But I think, I mean, what what is he really going to say that he hasn't said already? You got a whole album. I mean that. But. Yeah, but 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 like Jack is right. Like, what is he gonna? What is Chris? Like, it, there gets to a point where you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, do I have to come out and tell y'all why this? Because what happens is, is that we get tired of the trick. Mm-hmm. Every year, it's like, and this album is my best album. It's <laughs> like you kind of lose the fans. So mm-hmm. kind of you kind of got to get to that place where you're like, it is what it is. Here's the music. If y'all fuck with it, y'all gonna let me know. I'm Chris Brown. Y'all fuck with somebody, something I did. Like, this album is not going to break, make or break Chris Brown's career. Mm. So why would I go So why would I go talk to media outlets who probably want to talk about shit that has nothing to do with this album? Mm. Like, it's not like Good Morning America. Good, the Good Morning America is going to be like, so since the Rihanna thing is, like why, like, why is that coming up? But I feel like on the opposite end, Rick Ross and, and um, Meek Mill they just came it. out with. And they only did 35,000 copies. They, I'm about to say they need it. They need that. They, they only did thirty five thousand. They independent copies. though, right? They yeah, but the, but they but the point is is that they had to work because they're not a part of a machine, so they are the machine. Mm. They own it all, so it's, it's it's that's just slightly different. But Chris Brown is, you know. Did Chris you guys get to Brown. listen to the album? Anybody? I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, I did it. I haven't listened to it yet. Copy real with you next week. Thanksgiving. Copy real with you as a as a as a. It's gonna sound crazy as a fan. But I'll just, I'm going to just say this. I don't, I don't think there's anything Rick Ross or Meek Mill could say on this album that we haven't heard them say. And I think, like, I think that in the world of algorithms, I think that the smartest thing you can do after you get to a superstar status is give people a chance to miss you and then come back. Mm. But if, like, it's like if Future drop right now, the world is going to go crazy. Absolutely. If Drake drops right now, the world is going to be like, oh, okay, Drake dropped. Another like, But Drake, Drake dropped drop. a few months ago. If Future drops right now, it's going to be like, oh, shit, because he gave us a chance to miss him. Mm-hmm. So I think that in today's world, artists, you know, like Rick Ross and Meek, I think that, and it felt like, and a lot of times it feels like, and this sounds, I'm not saying it's about them, but I'm saying this in general. It sometimes feels like it's a money grab. I think their content is more is, is actually more interesting than probably the album is too. Like now, you know, you know, it you was know. really interesting when Ross in the background dancing because Meek is freestyling. Like I think that's better than what I'm gonna get from the album. No, personally, that's true. But you know, you know, I'm not gonna say a money grab. I'm gonna just say it feels like it's a part of a bigger story. So it's like where the album was the main story, and that's what we dropped. Now it feels like it's let's drop 
this album because we got this show coming up and we want to do a tour together and we want to, and we want to do this together. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's like Step the album up. is just a child of that moment. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say money grab because them niggas are, they rich as fuck already. They ain't worried about money, but it just feels like they didn't care if this album did well or not. It was more about them just bonding and doing their thing together. But I think, well, for one, I think they had kind of fell out a little bit. So a few years ago, so that's what I'm saying. Like this, like, like this, I'm saying. Mm. It back. So and that this that, album is a child of that. That's right. what I'm saying. And it's kind of overdue because I I would have thought we would have had this album five years ago. Well, I mean, there was there were certain comments that were like, "How long did you hold this future hook? <laughs> or how long did you have like?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you can tell they've been working on this album for a while. So. But sometimes it's about time. You, know, you got to just, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The people know. Okay, so I wanna, I'm want i really interested to hear you guys' opinion on this. So Jim Jones said that Jewel's had the potential to be greater than Jay-Z ever was. How do we feel about that? I, I, I love Jim. I like, like Jim I, Jones. Like, when I tell you, I think Jim is the realest, one of the realest human beings in the in the music business. And he tripping. That Linux app out project that is not was hard. Where I thought this was going. No, 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 because no. because let me tell you what I say. That I love Jim, and I know we want Jim on the show. Jack is making it happen, but I would tell him, in my opinion, he bugging. Jay Z is one of one of one of one of one. Jay Z is one of a billion. He's not even one of one. He's one out of a billion. I think Joel's had a chance to be bigger than Cam because Cam is like Cam is a Harlem nigga. <laughs> Like, he's the quintessential Harlem yeah. nigga. Our arrogant as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, nigga, as long, I, as long as I'm on uh, 125th Street and they love me, I don't care what nobody, you know, real Harlem energy. And Joel's kind of came in the game and he could have went worldwide if he wanted to. If he wanted to. But I think he could have been bigger than Cam. But to say he could have been bigger as Jay. It's crazy. Joel's don't have a, I can't think of a verse that Joel's has that, Made me say, ooh, like, like I can't even, like, when I think about, what, give me, give me Jewel's best verse. Well, like, if I go to Nicki Minaj, if I say Nicki Minaj, who, would, give me Nicki Minaj's verse of a, of a decade, what would y'all say? Miss Piggy? Monster. Monster. Monster, of course. Miss Everybody Piggy. would say Monster. Itty Bitty Piggy. Or Itty Bitty Piggy. Okay, I would say that, but I don't know what that is, but I'm saying Monster. You do know, you just Okay, I probably don't, that's what I'm saying, but I know Monster. <laughs> when mm -hmm. you say Nicki's verse of a life is Monster. Mm -hmm. What's Jewel's verse? Like, you could say 50 Cam verses. But Ju that's what I'm saying. I think Juels just was like the whistle song. <laughs> not the whistle song. Hey. Oh, y'all not gonna do my friend like that. No, no, no. I I'm can't feel my face mixtape that he did with Lil Wayne was really, really, really a good mixtape. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think Jim Jones got a better verse than Jules had. Like that that verse from the Linux Ad Project, the seven Linux, and, and what, what about, about the, the East side? side? I think that was okay. harder than Harlem. That record oh, was. I like the way you did it. That sounded really good. That record was hard. <laughs> yeah, but but I, ju I just think that I just think that. I think Jewels is dope. I think every, I think I, let me just say I think everybody, the, all of them are dope. I just think Jay Z is at a level of past dope. Like Who's I think, the best rapper out of Dipset? To me, yeah. Cam. Cam is Cam could rap his ass off. They said could oh, Cam Mace? really rap or was he just cool? Mace wasn't in Dipset. Well, he wasn't in Dipset, but but he'll take it. Like, oh, who's a okay? Who's a better rapper, Cam or Mace? Mace. Cam. Mace. Cam. Not Murder Mace. Cam. I'm going to say Cam or Matt Mace. Who's a better rapper? Rapper Cam or Mace? Who's a better rapper? Who's cooler? Like, who was no. cooler? No. Who is a better rapper? Cam. Cam. Mace got be bigger and better songs, but Cam definitely, like, play on words, get into it. Mace was just, like, Mace was a cool... Mace, you could tell Mace had some, some Southern in him. Like, he could tell he was like a... 
Oh, that's hard. That's so like, hard. Y'all can't just say Cam like and just dismiss oh, Mace. Like, like Mace, Mace had a he had like a little southern like you could tell like he hung around the south. Yes. Where Mace was hanging out with you in the south. Bro, the fact he was around Diddy. Diddy used to be in Atlanta. I hate y'all. You remember the song that that Mace had with Little Kim on Jermaine Dupri's album? Fucking with my mom. Yeah, of course. Mom, I know you mom. like my glazy flow, but here come my crazy flow. Yeah, Did a lot to make some dough. This is Yo, worse than the time can I tell, I took can, in can, the club can I tell you a story why I became a Mace fan? Joe. This is a true story. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't a Mace. I, by the way, I wasn't a Mace fan at all. Well, my best friend at the time, who was also trying to rap, we was like 17, and he was working at the auction. Mm-hmm. And at the car auction. At the car auction. Uh-huh. My best friend was. And he was coming home telling us, I drove that Benz. I drove this. Well, I drove this. Now, he hated Mace too. So we in the car talking. And he's like, man, I hate this nigga. This nigga is terrible. And Mace has a line where he says, niggas talk it, but they ought to quit. Fortunate. They don't get a fourth what I get. And those be the same one walking while I whip. Just started seeing cars because they auction it. Your homie homie was like, oh shit. And he said that, and that line, and I was like, yo, he just, he was talking about you. He was talking about you. (laughs) At that day, I was like, I'm a Mace fan. He got cooked, and then he realized. I mean, and literally, he said it (laughs) as that line was coming in. We in the car, he like, I hate this nigga. And then he says that line, and I'm like, Damn, that nigga really knew he, who he, uh, you were <laughs> Hey, that's a pastor. That's and he got like he said, just seeing cars, just started Mason. seeing cars because they auctioned it. While y'all daydream, I'm going to stay clean. And, wow. I did, like, he, and it was like, at that that's moment, I became, a Mace, I became a Mace fan. He ate them but up. I will say this. I'm going to say Cam is a better rapper. 51-49. I hate to do it. But when I say that is because Cam was clever. And the thing about Cam that I think that the thing about Cameron that I think that we don't give him is that he probably was the most awkward rapper yeah. superstar. Woody, like Woody, Woody, everybody Woody. else, like, yeah. like even like look at Big, right? Big gets on Bone and Biggie and he raps like them, right? Big gets on a Southern record and he rapped like them. Like Big was, he could do whatever. Like most rappers, they, they kind of give you like Jada Kiss talk about chicks cause he on an Usher record, right? But Cameron would be on the record he with Mariah and be like, selling crack in Carlem. <laughs> this, this, this. And it was like, this nigga don't give a fuck. <laughs> he definitely wasn't oh, changing the verse. This nigga oh. would be like, it would be like, everybody would be like, we stay hustling till the sun come up. Crack a 40 till the sun come down. Mm. Here come Cam. And Cameron said it. <laughs> like, it was like, he, he was just himself. Like, he was like, That's real. He, he had his own flow. And, and, then he, and then there's one more thing I got to give him. He had two different eras. Because he had that. Yeah, yeah, Cameron, and he had that real soft. What mean the world to you? My money, my car. He had that real yeah. soft flow, and then he came Force back around cabbage. with a different flow. Okay, I and I feel like because he was able to pivot in a career twice, once or twice, I got to give him one percent over Mace. But Mace made Mace came back after better songs. Yeah, bigger, better. Like Mace came back classics. after being a preacher. He made classics. Mace made, Mace made better songs. I mean, Cam, Cam has a, a bigger body of work first and foremost. I mean, Mace technically has two albums. One of them was a smash. The other one was a, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, in my opinion, um, I think all three of Cam's albums are classics. Confessions of I'll Fire, SDE, and Come Home With Me. That's it. Okay, I can but, say that. But, you know, he got, like, Purple Hate. I kind of, after So Come who's Home, better, Cam or Mace? In my opinion, I'm going to go with Cam. Mace? 
The only one, oh, by the way, the only person that Cameron and Mace cares about opinion if they see this, only opinion they care about is yours. That's not fair. Because you're the only, because you're the girl from Harlem. Like, they like, fuck Ray, fuck Juju, fuck Jack. And then Tamira goes there like this. Yeah. I like Cam's antics, though. Mace is a better, Cam but, is a better lyricist than Mace to me. No, no, like, we, no, we, we always should give us the answer <laughs> and then break it down. <clears throat> who's a better, who's a better rapper? Because I think Mace has better songs, but I have to say Cam's a better rapper. Cam's a better rapper than me, like. Harlem World, that was like the first song that kind of Cam me. reminds me of the kid in high school that was like, <laughs> I like it here. Having I ain't more. going nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, when the fuck, he 33 years old, the 17 years old in high school, he like, yo, let me tell you what you do. You go fuck that up. You do this. Fuck that teacher. Yeah. Like, he just comes up to the nigga like, I, know I love him. He just yeah. comes up as a nigga that's like, I ain't growing up. Like, remember he did that video where he was called his girl? He was like, I want you to know people say we look good together. He was like, bitch, I want you to know I'm never getting back. Like, he's that nigga. I said, I like his antics because he, like, yeah. he literally was shooting, he was shooting short films and was putting them on World Star. And they were the funniest mm-hmm. short films in the world. Like, he like, <laughs> I'm like, dog, like, who, who thought of this, Cam? And he's like, I get it. He's a character. Cam's a yeah. real deal character. You ever heard um, Cam's song, um, Bottom of the Pussy Hole? No, no, no. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's, let's switch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we were going with that. Nah, oh. it's, it's a dope record. I made, oh. a, I made an executive decision. Executive <laughs> producers. All right. Benzino calls out Busta Rhymes for doing a music video with his daughter. He said, don't do no video with my daughter half naked. Um, his daughter's like, please stop, use, stop talking about me in your interviews. Stop using me as clout. I'm not your clout kid. That's the word that she used. Um... One, do we think Busta Rhymes should have asked her to alter her outfit or something or been like, I'm not comfortable with you wearing this on set or how, like, who was wrong? Ask that, ask, ask, see, I think you asked, great question, by the way, but I want you to reword it because I see Juju's face. (laughs) Ask if you were Busta Rhymes, would you do it? Mm, If you were Busta Rhymes. If I was Busta Rhymes, first of all, my daughter... Like, no, it's not your daughter. It's, your, it's somebody. It's a peer's daughter. Yeah, it's your raised daughter. So I don't know if Buster's cool with Benzino. It doesn't matter. I'm asking you if you were Buster. So if, if I, were, yeah, like if, even if it's my peer, like if 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 Buster's not cool with Benzino, if, how we know if Buster wasn't just being petty, like just being petty it was like I don't. But let's assume he wasn't. Right. Oh, let's he assume. Wasn't. Let's assume that everybody in here is coming in straight up and just handling their business. And you're Buster Rhymes. Do you tell? I'm not her dad. Mm, so great, great I'm, not, I'm not her father, so I can't I can't tell her all oh, like like we did a so we did a record together, and if this is how she decides she wanted to represent herself in a record, like I she like we're not on camera doing sexual acts. She just happened to show up this way, and I'm not. So her your father. answer is yeah, like I'm you're not like, you're not a father, so you're I'm not gonna, gonna hit, say nothing. I'm gonna hit Benzino and be like I'm gonna hit him, and be like, hey bro, you chill. Hit, so you gonna hit him? Yeah, I'm gonna oh, hit him, okay. like, I'm like bro, chill. So like like I wasn't like I never tried your daughter. Like I didn't try her. I didn't do nothing disrespectful. She showed up on set like that. Maybe you should think about how you parent children next time. Ooh, you cannot. And then I really spark some shit up. Okay. But, but like. No, listen. I listen. Yeah. I'm with you. Listen. Don't stop. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So like, I'll just be like, bro, like you got to like you, you. You have an insecurity because how you parented your, your daughter. Ooh. He keep him below the belt. Okay. Let's go to Jack. <laughs> I love it. Jack. Who, if you're Buster Rhymes. Um, if I'm Buster, would I, would I check him with Benzino about being in the video? No. How would you handle it? Period. How would you? Yeah. Um. It's kind of hard to answer that because I kind of know Buster and I know he's not even a better. Makes he's it not better. Well, that's why Ben's gonna lame himself for not calling him. That's what I'm asking you. That's what I'm Now I could take that. He nah, lame himself. I, I, I think he don't feel like, or he didn't feel like he owed him 
an explanation, but he's not a disrespectful person. Hold he on. has daughters. So you are, are you artist. answering the question? Um, I don't think he was totally wrong for not for not calling him. Yeah, he should. Okay. I'm a grown ass artist with my own career on my own uh, music set, and you're gonna call my father because well, of my it's, outfit. It's not even that. I mean, uh, they're peers. In, in, that, in that's why aspect. I get it. But so it's kind of different. You call my dad. Do you think Steve Harvey uh, called? Do you think Steve, did he call Steve Harvey? He was dating Lori Harvey. Probably. Wait, did. that was a rumor. Come on, come no, on. No, 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 no. You, you know Puff Rip. So like she was dating Justin though. Hold on. Wait, and okay. He too. All right. No, we're not gonna, okay. But I'm just saying. Okay. Like, so my, my, here's my thoughts. My thoughts is is that Taylor Swift is who y'all try to make Lori Harvey. Out okay. So here's my thoughts. I think it's I think it's very loaded. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's very loaded. I think it's, I think it's one of those things where it's like, it because it's so loaded. I wouldn't even have done it. Mm-hmm. But because I did it, my question is: is does Buster allow his grown daughter to dress like that in the video? That's the first question, right? Now I know you're gonna say, well, that's not his daughter. He raised her that way. But if you raise yours to be different, then you should you should keep mine with the same line that you keep yours, right? Like, but um, I think they, they, but the thing is too, like they're both grown. So I can't, no, no, but, but, but here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. So I never forget. And it's a true story. So I looked up my uncle who moved us to New York from New York to Atlanta. I looked up to him my whole life. He went to jail when I was 13 and he came out when I was 17. And I remember when he went to jail and by the way, he, I don't want nobody to think I'm talking negative. This is years ago. I love my uncle, but I remember he got out of jail and he was doing some shit. He was like doing some, you know, like legal activities, like, and he would let me do it with him, but he wouldn't let his sons do it. And mm. I, I never forget, I was like, his sons ain't doing it, but I'm doing it. And that made me change, like, this is like before I wanted to be in the music, that made me change my whole perspective on how I saw life. Cause I'm like, damn, like, he wouldn't, his son, he wouldn't let his sons go in Walmart and do the shit he got me doing. So, so that's when I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it because I know he wouldn't do that for his son. Mm-hmm. So I give you that all that to say that, in my opinion, if Buster is the type of person to tell his daughter to put clothes on, he should tell his friend's daughter to put clothes on. But do you think he would have been, you think Buster? And I don't think he would, I, I think Coy would have respected it because I believe that Coy obviously is an artist who wants to push bubble, push buttons. But I believe that if, I believe the reason why Coy disrespects her father in public the way she does is because of shit like that. Like, I believe that if, Buster said, yo, sweetheart, I know your dad since you was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't mind you doing that when you're on your own thing, but when you're next to me, yes. can you do something different? Mm-hmm. I think she would have looked at it like, mm-hmm. damn. By the way, Tamara, it goes back to what I've said on this same couch in the same seat. I don't like talking to dudes, girls, because of that same reason. Like, I don't want you talking to mine, so I don't want to talk to yours. But then once, once you look at it from a perspective, too, like, Corey's part of her brand is, like, literally, like, she's always Sexy. half naked. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going ask you a question. Mm-hmm. That's a question. Do you think if Kirk Franklin called Coy and said, I want to put you on my new song, she's going to show up? Coy's going to show up like that? No. She's not. And that's my point. There is a, there is a, what Benzino really is doing, which I love, is Benzino is speaking from a father's standpoint. Because let's be clear, neither, none of us have a kid old enough to do that. But my daughter, if, my, if Miyoki was 18 years old, walking like that, like I would be fucking ashamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 I would like, and I'm being honest with you. I would want to go hide my head under a rock if As that if artist, I was. But you would be more ashamed. You would be yes. To but I would. But the I don't want my daughter. To, if the fact that my da- if my daughter feels like her value isn't showing her body, 
I did a bad job as a father. But that's why you'd be ashamed. What's the artist but, today but, you wouldn't but, 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 like but Ray, it's, 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 it's common know. knowledge that that, that Coy has said that Benzina was not a good father. Mm-hmm. So, like, now he's trying to make up, like, the well, thing is... That, but, 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 but that's her perspective. But this is the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's also an important thing to say, is that we all have been raised by our parents, right? All of us have, right? I'm pretty sure that none of our relationship with our parents was always squeaky clean. Right. Correct. No, nobody, nobody, nobody was, nobody relationship. So there was points in times where my mom, <laughs> I never get my mom took my check and I couldn't stand her. Like I'm 17, I'm 16. I'm like, why the fuck my mom? Like, but when I got, and I was 21, I still didn't like it. <laughs> well, it so was, she was taking your whole check or just well like she was a taking a percentage of my to, check to like 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 out. when i got when i got my first paycheck when i worked at mcdonald's my mother took my Who check yeah. but my friend's mom let them keep their check right so that always bothered me but until i got about 27 28 and then i was like glad my mom did that because i'm so used to working knowing that i got to take care of other mouths that i work hard with mm. other mouths in mind meanwhile my friends who mom let them keep they check them niggas don't know how to survive all, yeah. because they they mom was like that's your money is yours and when they get kids they like what well, is my money well your mom it's not your mom right. raised you that way so my point is is that coy probably is not at the age yet where she could appreciate her father and that and that goes and, and that goes to anybody to mirror mm-hmm. like and, and, and the only person that's smart enough to How know that is, is a person like Buster, who is a grown-ass man, who has kids in college, who have grown kids. So he understands, and he also probably went through his own grown pains with his parents. So I get what y'all saying, but I'm saying at some point in time, adults have to come in the room and show the kids that there's a difference in separation of adults. And I think if Buster would have took, and my, it's a moral thing, has nothing to do with business, so Buster wasn't wrong business-wise. But I think... If I'm Benzino, man, if I'm Benzino and I see anybody that I came up with, even though I ain't cool with them, and they got my daughter next to them dancing. It was cringy. It was cringy. That shit was, that that shit, like, I I feel the same way. So, it's how you look at it. If you look at a straight business, I get it. But if you look at it from a father's standpoint, which I think we need to do more of that in in this society anyway, is like, like, I, I always say I don't, I wouldn't tell an artist nothing I wouldn't tell my child. I wouldn't give nobody advice that I wouldn't do. I wouldn't give nobody advice that I wouldn't do. If I wouldn't do it, I wouldn't ask mm-hmm. you to do it. So, so here's my question. And we right. see, and Buster don't play, my nigga. You, my we question, seen right? a girl grab his ass and him throw a drink on yeah. her. Like Buster <laughs> don't play. My so nigga. what's the difference? What's the difference in Benzino dating somebody the same age as his daughter? What's the difference? What's well, the you difference? just added another layer. But I'm just saying, what's the, what would be the difference? <laughs> the difference is, is that me and this person decided to date. Now Benzino was exploiting his woman. And Benzino was on a music video for himself, oh, and she was different. next to him with his ass naked. Now he's a he's a total hypocrite. hypocrite. But if he's, see, what I'm trying to say, like, it's like I wouldn't like like y'all see me like I do my best to lead by example. Y'all mm-hmm. working me like I'm like Juju. You came in, we was supposed to be a certain time. You was like yo, I was like yo, nigga, I'm only worried about you. <laughs> like I'm trying to be a leader. So I just think what Benzino is, it might, might be it might be a dollar short in a day late. Who knows? But. Nigga, that's my daughter. I'm saying the same fucking thing. Wait, now, wait. I will say the only thing Benzino was wrong at, and Benzino's a friend of the show. That's my Good nigga. Friend. Y'all know I love Benzino. Mm-hmm. Only thing he was wrong at is he should have hit Buster and said it to him himself. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. It, now, he should have, but, but sometimes you got to send a message out loud for the next nigga mm. that want to shoot a video with his daughter to be like, hold on, how am I? I'm 38. <laughs> this nigga Benzino might say something. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? It, it, it just sets the tone. So I'm not yeah. mad at neither one. Wait, the person that's one? the wrong is the person that's the wrong one is society and core. 
Oh, for making In my her. opinion. Okay. Wait, last thing on this. So Hold on, let me ask you a question. You said, oh. okay, let me ask you a question. Everybody up here, I'm asking all y'all a question. Do y'all not think about y'all people when y'all say and do what y'all do on this seat? Absolutely. That's why I said, Corey. Because you know who your father is. Mm. And you still don't give a fuck. So that means you got to be okay with what's going to come with Bro, but she's been shaking ass up. on camera for the last three years. Like, bouncing ass. Almost naked. Cheeks. Yeah. Bouncing cheeks on camera for three years. And Benzino sat in the same chair and said, I hate that shit. Yep. But this is the problem. He said he hated it publicly, but he did like he hasn't found a way as a and this is this is the part where I'm like I understand it because I get it as being a father I get that the aspect and I would I would be ashamed to say it was my, it was my daughter but he hasn't gone behind camera to be like yo like let's fix this relationship yes but even he has but what, even if he did clearly he hasn't done enough but she still nah but but I but I about to say here's the big problem the big problem in society what was happening with Benzino and Coy is that kids. In our community, it's not other communities. In our community, it's whoever has the most money is king. Mm-hmm. And mm. it's like, because now it's like the fact that, like, if I lived in a world, y'all, where I said I didn't like that my daughter did something and my daughter said I'm clout chasing, I am going to become a recluse. I'm going to move, yeah. to, I'm going to, move to Antarctica. I'm going to get a village and I'm going to live <laughs> there. Because if we live in a world where a father being a father now is considered clout chasing, we have lost our fucking way. That's mm-hmm. real. Like we have lost our way. Like and 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 to me, that goes to the people around Koi, who are not. Maybe they are because I know a, a good friend of mine works closely with Amina. Yeah, my dog. Yeah, yeah. I know a few. Yeah, yeah. I, we Anton works. With, I know a few people that work with her. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, I'm gonna always see a human before I see business, and I'm gonna always be like, "Yo, that's your dad." He. I don't give a fuck what he doing. You, you should be thankful. I wish my dad was alive to clout chase off me. Right. You better be thankful that he here. And I think that, and mind you, this has been me with, like, it's, it's Teron when their father was alive. Like, that's why me and Teron are so close. I never forget he came to me. He said, my dad wants something. And he was like, and he was going through some shit. He was like, that man, but Ray, he did this and he did that. He did that. And I said, I don't give a fuck what he did. He made you. Mm-hmm. Buy him what he want. I said, and I remember, I've never told him this. And I was like, and I told him this. I said, because if he, if I wish my dad was here to do that. And he was like, you know what, Ray? You're right. And he bought it for him. And then years later, five, six years later, his dad passed away. And he was exactly. like, man, that's why I love you. Because when he was alive and I, was, and I couldn't see past my own shit, mm-hmm. you always reminded me, that's your dad. Yeah. That's your dad, bro. Don't ever, you don't wish he was here. Like, I don't give a fuck how much my mom gets on my nerves. She can get whatever she want because I only got one. I don't get fucked. And my mom is a uh, New York in your face <laughs> motherfucker. What's up, mother? My mother will knock on my bed. My, my mother will walk in my house because, you know, I have two houses in the neighborhood. So my, my mom's house up the street. My house is here. I could be not speaking. And by the way, I'm an emotional person. I can admit that. There have been times where I left the family group chat, said, stay away from me. I don't want to talk to nobody. I did that. Well, you leave the family and group my chat. my mother will come in the house, knock on the bedroom door. and Like, I'll be in a bed sleep. And we'll wake my ass up. We're going to talk about this shit. Mm-hmm. You think mm-hmm. you're about to do... That's what I'm saying. Like, And I, I got to get... That's my mother. Dog, she made me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's like, for Corey to be disrespecting her father, and he made her. I don't give a fuck if he was a crackhead. Nigga, what Tupac said? 
Even as a crack fiend, mom, you always was a black queen. But I got a question, right? So I was actually, it was funny because this was in my group chat. I'm just saying, I don't give a fuck if Benzino was broke. I don't give a fuck if he whipped your ass. I don't give a fuck what he did. He's still your father. This was just in our group chat. We just had this conversation in our group chat because we were talking about loving, like, parents not understanding how to parent adults. Mm -hmm. Like, your parents, just because they're still your parents, they they still have to understand that now that you're an adult, that they still have to understand how to parent you as an adult. (laughs) And what we start to lose in our community, especially the black community, is, like, parents, like, you were never taught to be, especially as a black man, you were never taught to be emotional. You were never taught to, like, love and nurturing. Like, you were loved as a child. But then when you start, as you start getting older, figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. Toughen up. Don't do that. I agree. By, by the way, that's something that we should stop. Absolutely. I, I want, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that because we, we have to nurture our kids past 18. Yep. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. You're still my child. What age should a man move out the house? I moved out when I was 18. But I think a man should move out the house when he's ready. The minute that you're ready to start fucking, <laughs> as a man, you need to get out the house. Because you're either going to be fucking at my house, which I'm paying rent for you fucks, <laughs> yep. or you're going to be fucking at her house, which that anybody can walk in and hurt you. Yep. So the minute that you decide you want to, you know, everybody has sex. You know, when I was a kid, we, you know, we got it where we got it. You know? <laughs> Stairwell, <laughs> car, wherever we can get it, Aaron, we got it. But when I wanted to get it all the time, it was started paying rent. Out. It was so, time to stop so paying rent. you had some Pebble Beach experiences? What's that mean? You don't know You're what Pebble Beach is? You're not from New York. Is? It's okay. No. I don't know what that is. You went to high school here. Pebble Beach. We went to high school here. Oh, right, right, You right, can right, say right, 18 okay. more times. Okay. In race, like, I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> so, so, so Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach is a New York term. And usually for people that live in housing projects or something like that. For the topmost part of the staircase of the building. Mm-hmm. That's Pebble Beach. Like on the roof. Sometimes, the, sometimes the rooftop. Depending so, on so that's what y'all, that's what y'all would go to get it in. That's what. It yeah, I remember. Yeah. The, I remember those days. I yeah. remember the stair. That's why I said staircases. Well, we didn't. Well, we didn't. Yeah. But we didn't do that though. Like we just were like one person going to third floor, another person going to first floor, and then we watched. So now we know y'all on the second floor stuff. going at it, and we like looking. <laughs> and y'all so on the second floor going what, at what it. What would be like the Atlanta equivalent? Like the laundry mat, chicks in the woods, the laundry mat. Like the, the woods is mat. crazy. The this woods nigga is crazy. said the woods. The woods Don't is insane. This nigga just house? said the woods is crazy, Jack. That's <laughs> a good guess. That's not a good listen, guess, Tamara. No, it's the bleachers or something. Listen, that's what y'all do. No. I used to live in Alabama too. And the niggas was definitely taking chicks in the woods. That's a fact. That's Bama. That's Bama. What we did, Tamara, what we did when we was younger, we would go in empty apartments or laundromats. What the fuck? A laundry mat? Yeah, well, okay, so oh, okay. homie got a homie got got the Okay, okay, so homie got the so, so hit me out in, in Hidden Woods. We didn't have washer and dryer setups in our house, so you had to have laundry mats in the in the apartment the, complex. The, the apartment complex. So that's oh what, the room, the laundry, room. the laundry room. Oh, okay, okay. So like it would be okay. like a laundry room where everybody in the neighborhood had to okay. go. So that's where we would go because you know you could you know like if anybody got no thing going, just keep a lookout. We would go they also there. had the one home. Oh, we had always have parents and never be at the house. Well, we didn't have that. What Tamasha was that, but his house was too clean. So if his you if not. you left a, if you put a debt on the floor, <laughs> I used his to have a homie like, that his, his mama was never at the house. We used to be like empty apartments, em, empty, empty apartments, uh, empty let me, apartments. Let me ask you a question. I'm just saying empty apartments. That's I important because you know in the, you know in the apartment complexes, them, them empty vacant apartments. You know, like you could get in the window, oh. you can get in the window. It's a carpet there. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> it's carpet there. It's like that's nothing but room and opportunity. Building. I'm not. We used to fucking we used to fucking empty apartments. So what's the weirdest place? You ever had sex? Oh, at? oh shit! Oh, that's that's why. Um, <laughs> um, I guess like, weird or crazy. 
Well, crazy, weird, okay. however, whatever adjective you want. What's the weirdest place you had sex? I like that question. Um, well, this is horrible. Well, my mom probably shouldn't watch this anyway. Um, <laughs> on like prom night, we had sex in a limo. It was a wild really? motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Your mom, you I want you. I'm sending this to your mother. Do not do that. I'm gonna send it. My mother's gonna go beat up my boyfriend from high school. If you she tell was like, fucking in the limo. Wait, so mm-hmm. everybody was just crashing out in the limo. It was. It was another couple and us, and we all just was like, Juju, Juju, where's the weirdest place you had sex? That's an orgy. That's not an orgy. That's hold on. It was more people in the room. Oh, it was more. It was two couples. That's an orgy. They were over there. I was over here. Well, it I'm was looking. Like that. Was it like the stretch navigator type? It shit? was the big, the Hummer. I Hummer. can still hear you and hear y'all. By the way, I should do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It went in a limo. By the way, like we would be like in, in a the front seat, in the, in the back seat, in a small car. My yeah. mom had a my mom had a Subaru station wagon. How do y'all even have sex in normal cars? Because you take the station wagon down, yeah, you take the station wagon, make the back seat down. down. And my mom knew that Cashmere was in the back of her station wagon eating right, girls out off the E way. Oh wow! I, I got some head, but you can't have sex, sex in a car. Man, but you can't lose skin. Woman opportunity, I guess. You definitely catch the, catch hold the on, neck hold on, Juju. What's your where's face you had sex? I remember I was dating this girl in college, um, and she was she lived in in Indiana. So to get to Indiana, you had to go to Chicago, O'Hare. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you ever, if you ever got left O'Hare, there's like a big ass outlet, yeah, all the, all the outlets. Yeah, she was like, "Yo, I've been waiting." I was like, "Shit!" So we went to an outlet to go. Like we were we were picking up some some clothes or something. So dressing room at outlet. No. You was fucking that in J Crew dressing room. Nah, it was a it was uh it was a y'all gonna have y'all pictures fifth. in the front. Sex off fifth. Sex off fifth. Sex off fifth is crazy. Juju was gonna fifth. be being clapping cheeks. The lady was like, the lady walked back there like two or three times, and she's like, she didn't say nothing. I was just like, I was waiting. Hey, Jack. I know Jack. Whoo, man, so many places, bro. But um, I think the most interesting was probably a, a cornfield. A cornfield. Where the fuck is a cornfield, bro? Chat. Y'all want to switch seats? This nigga's in a movie. This nigga made Safari Jack now. He's Safari Safari Jack. (laughs) This nigga went to my fucking in the woods. Right. (laughs) So so at the time, I had a Jeepers Creepers. Hey, Chisel and the Corn came from Jack. (laughs) I had a a Volvo C70. It was like a hard top Volvo with with the convertible. So you just went to the to the cornfield and just like just cornfield and all the place you could go. So what happened if the, if the if the farmer was just picking his corn that day? Ooh, that's trespassing. He saw some ass. Something else up on the, on the <laughs> this is why you gotta wash your corn, wash your veggies when you get it. I, I, I think for, I think for me the most veggies. interesting place I I I got hit on an airplane one day. Okay, that's good. And that's um, I've had a lot of sex in my offices over the years. Not this one. Yeah, I but I've had a lot of sex in my office. <laughs> no, not this one. I got some in the Ferris wheel. Because you can see it through the window. I got some in the Ferris wheel before. You can see through the window. A Ferris wheel? Like, oh, that's a little dangerous. good. But I'm saying. I got some in the Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel had got stuck. Fun, I did too. And we was just sitting up there, and I was like, it's, and it was clear. Like, I didn't bring in Lysol wipes with me. Let's change it. Let's change the subject. I feel seen right now. Let's go. Let's go. Tamir, go something else. R. Kelly is suing U.S. prison debts. I don't know prisoners can sue people. He gonna figure it out. But that so this is my question. What is he gonna right. get? Well, is he's le- suing them because he said that they allegedly leaked his private emails, his calls, and visited logs to Kasha, Tasha K. Um, says it hurt his reputation. Do, can prisoners should they have more rights and be protected? Should those emails be protected? Should those call logs be made public? Like as a prisoner and award to the state? So you how much rights should you have? Call logs are public, right? Because the motherfucker still might be doing criminal activity while he's in jail. So like, I don't think it should be like. In that aspect, no, he don't have the right to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm suing because my shit is public. 
Like, no, nah, just because you're having an intimate conversation with your woman, you know what I mean? Christmas came before you, they had to talk to their wife or mm-hmm. talk to, like, I mean. So, no, that's all up for Yeah, but I think, I think. Yes. He's just, you got to deal with, like, this is, you made your bed, you got to lay in it, my yeah. boy. That's what happens when you. I want to, it's, it's, it's something that we're not talking about. By the way, oh, are we going to talk about how Kiki, mom. Yep, that's coming up. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, that's it. So go to that. No, you go to that. Oh, okay. So um, the Kiki Palmer versus Baby Daddy. Um, so the mo- the newest part of this layer that's going on here is the mom's calls got leaked, and she was she, she was, was calling him all type of little limp I think, dick I think, mother. Listen, I think I think that. By the way, I know Kiki. I've known Kiki, and I know her mom. I met her mom a few times. I want to hear this. I feel like. I feel like the mother was completely out of line. A hundred percent. I feel like we have to allow our kids to live and go through what they're going to go through. Now, if he's harming you, then that's a different conversation that you shouldn't have as a woman because there were so many layers to it. First of all, a woman shouldn't talk to a man like that because if a man responds in a physical way, he's completely wrong. So you have to, Mm -hmm. so you have to, you have to, Talk to him with respect, but why would she say that about Usher? But how about to say, but in a different aspect, in a different aspect, well, if you'd have been, if, if that would be Kiki would have been my daughter and I, I'm her dad and, and you put your hands on my daughter, I'm beating your ass. It's not like that's my point. So, so the mother, I much rather him get cursed out. But guess what, though? That's different. That's different, though. I much rather him get cursed out by the mom. No, that's different. I'd rather you, I'd rather the father fight him. I'd rather he get beat up because, because. No, nah, cause it's no like like you don't touch my baby girl. It's like it's uh, that's my point. You are gonna get your ass whipped. But I'm saying, but there's no po- limit okay, to the ass whipping. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. My problem is this, Tamir. I am gonna say this. My problem is this. I'm gonna say this. If 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 Jack or Juju or anybody ever came in my house and disrespected my house, there, it's not on a woman to handle. Mm-hmm. It's on me to handle because I'm a man. I just wish that. I just hate when a woman talks to a man like that because when a man responds violently, then it goes, you a woman beater. Mm-hmm. At, at what point in time do you, do you take responsibility for how you talk to me? Like, that's the, mo- that's the father of your grandchild. And you, you and your family fucked up. It's like, mind your business, man. Like, I think that, to me, I, what I think it was, I think it was Kiki's mom bet her whole life on Kiki, mm-hmm. and now that Kiki is grown... She ain't got her own life. Because when you have your own life, you, you mind your business. Because even if mom had a man, if that was my woman, that was y'all woman. When y'all like, tell hey, her, relax. mind your business. Yeah, mind your business. Yeah, Chill. Yeah. I like, can't even imagine my mother talking to somebody like that. Like a person <laughs> what do you think that came man? before or after he put his hands on her? But see, that's what I'm trying to figure out, right? Because when your child gets harmed, you might switch gears. Yeah, like, like the yeah, but, switch but, but, might but, go. But that's what I'm saying, right? Like, but what? My, you, what but, my that? Point, but my point is this: is that's that not for the woman to handle. That's not for, like, the way she talked to him. Is Kiki's father still around? I don't know. I don't know. But I see, don't that's know. the problem. So, like, if her mom, if her mom but, is the only person, but that the way she, but the way she, the way she talked to him. Bro, my thing is this: if you disrespect the police, I don't get mad at them for fucking you up. That's true. If you be in the police, like, fuck you, blah, 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 and they fuck you, I don't get mad because, bro, you chose violence and they chose violence back. Mm-hmm. That's the way the world works. So for her to call him out like that about, like, to me, it was just like, <laughs> like, it's like, it was scary to me. It's like, this is why men can't be men. Yeah. This is why because women should not date broke men. 
or men no. that they have more money than. No, that's not. Because you end up getting your ass beat. You gonna end up getting your ass beat. No, 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 no. You gonna be insecure. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because he got money, he got something to lose. He's smarter than that. Exactly. But we've seen girls get knocked out on the elevator by a rich billionaire players. My thing is this: is that there is there is a way. Are you talking about a man from Brooklyn? No, no, no. There is a way to talk to a man. If you're a woman, and by the way, there's a way for a man to talk to a woman, but you call me out my name, that woman disrespected him, his family, his mother. To me, I don't care what you think. If you got, she, if that man, like to me, think about this. You could probably take a lot. Somebody could send a chance, but I don't like you, and you'd be like, okay. And your mom's a dumb bitch who raised her. Like, you see what I'm trying to say? <laughs> see how you just changed? See how your old energy just changed? Like, nah, nigga. I like that's my point. Mm-hmm. As much as if. She she hit two below the belt. She hit below the belt. And it was one of them things where it's like, if I believe that she can't, I believe that she's no longer gonna have to be able to play a role in her daughter's career after that call. But Ray, I gotta ask you, did it come before or after he put his hands on her? It doesn't matter. No, the reason I say it does because she didn't touch it like I I, listen to me, I guarantee you this. I guarantee you this. It's gonna come. She's gonna have to get out her daughter business. She she because you know she's been her manager her whole life. Of course. Mm -hmm. I think she killed her career. Mm -hmm. The mother did. Because it's like code switching. It's like, you know, like, it's like, I'm pretty sure we all have had some ugly conversations. Mm-hmm. But imagine when you see it. Mm. Like, imagine me telling somebody, you fucking cunt piece of shit, <laughs> bitch. It's like, yo, you, like, it was where I was mad, but nigga, when you hear it after you come, yeah. it's like, damn, I said that. Oh, that's like when you go can back I, and read your messages after you done curse somebody no, out. No, I don't curse people out via text message. Can I tell yeah. you, I'm telling you a story. This really happened. I'll this change. This is a moment that I stopped. Because I have a really bad temper. I don't know if y'all know this. I have a really bad temper. I love I'm trying that. to fly on a buddy pass. Oh, on air train. Oh. I'm on air train, Aaron. This really happened. I'm trying to fly on a buddy pass. The lady tells me, I'll let you know if you can get on. She tells me, go sit down. I go sit down. Plane leaves. I come You're back and tell the lady, excuse me, miss, I thought you told me you was going to let me know. Oh, I'm sorry, you couldn't get on. And then she does like this. Plus, I could tell by the pants you got on, you ain't going to better fly with us anyway. So I'm like, I've been sitting two hours waiting for you to tell me I could fly and for you to tell me I wouldn't be able to fly. Anyway, I could have went and bought some pants. And she's like, well, sir, what do you want me to do? You should know the rules. And I said, bitch, I hope that fucking plane crash. And I walked away. That's and when I joke. walked around the corner, I started, I did you just chat. I did exactly what you just did. I just bust out laughing. And I said, Ray. <laughs> What the fuck the plane crashing got to do with her? <laughs> you just wish you just wish for a hundred or something innocent lives to die because this Go lady down. pissed you off. And at that moment I said, you know what, Ray? You gotta stop saying what you feel. Because just because you feel it don't mean it's right. So I got a question. Do you think I know you've seen the video? And ever since then, when I'm when I'm ever in a situation of conflict, I always walk away. Cause I know I'm gonna say something that I'm not gonna be able to unsay. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. Do you, do you remember the video that, where the, the kids was throwing paper at the, at the teacher? He was like, "Whoever threw that, your mom's a hoe." <laughs> no, I didn't. Do you think that, that teacher feels bad about him saying that? That it went viral and like he called somebody mother a hoe. Like, you think he's still like? Let's think about it. That's hilarious. Like, I, I, I bet you whoever threw. It was I'm like, pretty sure he because no that shit was classic. Like that teacher had that shit on. <laughs> he had that on. He had that queued up. He said, "Whoever threw that piece of paper, your mom's a hoe." <laughs> you exactly. think he feels bad? That kind of happened to me before. <laughs> I had a coach in high school that did that. When I was in junior high, I was real bad, and um, we had that this teacher named Mr. Hayworth, and when he, <laughs> I gotta laugh just thinking. About it. <laughs> so like. 
when he would turn his back, he used to, we would throw Ooh, like paper balls, pens, spitballs, like all types, all types of shit. So eventually he, um, he set up a camera in the room to like, you oh, know, like catch her. So I just made me think about that shit. But I wanted to ask you something. What kind of pants did you have on that she said that you Jeans. can't get on the flight? When you fly a buddy pass, you had to wear slacks or business oh, yeah. oh, oh, So I had on oh, pants, I had on jeans. And she was like, you ain't going to be able to get on anyway. Oh, but my point is, is that after I realized, I said that I was like, that's not cool. You got to stop doing that. So I, ever since then, that was about 13 years ago, I just walk away from arguments. Mm. So anytime I'm mad, I just, because I know I'm going to say something I don't mean. I would love to get to that point in life. Yeah, you ha- but you have to, though. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's the only way to function because there's cameras everywhere. I ain't going shit build character, though. Those, those moments build no, character for you, too. I have these, these two things on my shoulders, and this one be like, walk away, don't do it, don't. But this one... <laughs> Turn the whole shit up. Knock everything over. Oh, man. And I always end up listening to the you, one that you says got turn names it all up. The things on your shoulder? No, it's just the good side and the bad side. It's the, in the you loud try one. Try naming them, mate. You know what I mean? I got shut the fuck up. We're going to talk about what's right, well, I'm not going to do that. Wait, no, I'm doing it right now. Okay. So, wait, wait. Is that said, we going to talk about this or what? Oh, wait. No, I don't know what you. I don't got that one. Did y'all see what happened right at the Rod Wave show? No. 200 cars got broken. 232 into. cars oh. got broken into. That's some depressing shit, man. <laughs> that pain music, man. But, but but this is what but there's a rumor that said the kids that, that broke into the cars had warned everybody before they went that they were gonna break into all the cars. What do you mean? And people still went and drove their cars. They pulled up and was like, "Hey, y'all, we're gonna break in cars." Nah, tonight, like they, they had they had put out a PSA like the kids in DC been running rampant. Oh, still, okay, like I see what you're saying. Cars. So they had put out a PSA and said that they were gonna break into cars. But they you talking about 232 cars is insane. What do people try to get out of these cars when they break into the fucking car? Guns. Guns. Guns purses. purses. I'm not taking nobody else's gun if it got a body on it. Oh, y'all violent. You tell me, you think if I'm stealing a gun, <laughs> you go I'm worried keep about it? what bodies are on it? I don't know. <laughs> Shit. I, st- I stole I a goddamn would be a gun. I'm a smart criminal if I tried it. Matter of fact, I'm the person that put bodies on it. That's why I'm stealing it. <laughs> the person that has it is there to protect themselves. That's oh, why Lord. it's in their car. Jesus. I'm not approaching nobody stealing out of cars. Okay, so my girl Tasha K, she's back at it again, and I swear to God, she don't stop because she done got sued a million times and she don't give a fuck. So she had what is supposed to be Will Smith's former assistant slash best friend on the show, and he claims that he walked in on Will bent over a couch in Dwayne Martin's dressing room in the past having anal sex, adding that Dwayne was standing up killing him, murdering him, and... It was murder in there. That's a direct quote. Ew, I don't even want to think about that. Um. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I, so, so to me, I want everybody to know what happened with Will. What's happening with Will Smith and his family is why it's very hard to be rich, famous, and powerful. Because in for, order for you to scale, you have to let people come in and help. Those people will code switch and tell you they're one thing. Whole time they're another thing gathering intel that can eventually hurt you. And if you don't treat them good, they're going to hurt you. And to me, what happened with Will, like, I, I feel like instead of everybody being focused on what was said, which I don't believe is true, we should be focusing on who said it and why the fuck would you say something like that about somebody that you work for? Like, why the fuck Bro. would you take time to put somebody business? Like, do you know how many secrets I know in this business? You know how many, sec- how many, secrets, you- how many secrets we all know? Yeah. And if we told those secrets on this show, it'll make this show go number one. Mm-hmm. But we just sold our soul. And I don't want to sell my soul. I want people to fuck with me because of me, not because I got some information on somebody else. So to me, it's like, I don't know if that guy got paid. 
But I know for a fact he he's never gonna. He better write a tell-all book because he's never gonna get a fucking another job in his he life. Go get a CDL. He better go get it. He better go. He he's never gonna get a job. Or he better turn to be Tasha's co-host. But to sit on a <laughs> but to sit on the couch and blatantly tell somebody's business. Yeah, because now will- mind you, if it's not, if it's harmful, like you saw him fucking. Uh, he had nothing boy, to gain from that shit. Way different. But you shouldn't tell a blogger. You should tell the police. But if it's not something that's a crime. The fact that you going out there saying it is lame to me. Yeah, nothing to gain from it. And why do it now? If this happened all the time for real, all them years ago, it was getting executed. But my thing is, and don't get me wrong, I will say this. There be times, Samira, where you have these people coming to your circle. They start thinking it's sweeter than what it is. And then you kind of have to fire them or let them go or warn them. And then you realize, this it's kind of like saying, here's what a secret place is. And you let everybody know and you realize one person don't know. Now it's like, Okay, we either gonna move the secret place, <laughs> or we're gonna have to ruin this person's motherfucking life. So <laughs> if you if you're coming up in the industry, because this is supposed to be his former assistant and best friend. That's terrible. Like, That's how do you create fuck. these boundaries and how do you even trust people? That's lame as fuck. It's, it's tough to trust people, but that's that's why. He probably I, get sued anyway. That's, that's, like, 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 that's why a lot of a lot NDAs. of celebrities make people but, sign but, NDAs. But, but but on a but on another note, there there, it's hard to. You can't trust people. You can't, and, and as long as there's an interest in celebrities, there will be someone out there who's willing to leak information that's going to line their pockets. But we don't hear this type of stuff from Jay-Z's older assistants th- or Beyonce's older sisters. Because Jay-Z and them is the mafia. And them, whoever's with them is still with them. You heard what Dame said. Dame mm-hmm. said, got the same circle. Jay-Z, got, I got rid of my assistant and he hired her. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, he was smart. You got to keep them people around. Like, you can't pay for that kind of loyalty. But... <clears throat> The crazy part is I hate this weird. You actually are paying for that kind of loyalty. Because the minute you stop paying the person, the minute that you have somebody sitting on Tasha K couch telling your fucking business because you can't pay for that loyalty. So that's the scary part. That's why. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay, last thing before I move to American Godfather. Kim Kardashian covered GQ's Minute of Year magazine. And I'm just so over these people. But I do want to say, if it was a black woman doing this, y'all would have been jumping down her throat about how we're trying to demasculize a black man and blah, 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 blah. But Kim Kardashian can do whatever the fuck she wants because y'all like Kim get away with anything. But anyway, um, how do we feel about a female being the cover of GQ's Men of the Year? I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't give a fuck. I don't read GQ Men of the Year. So, like, I personally don't give a rat's ass. But also, she... Like I mean, it's kind of on brand for what she just did. Her Skims is the is the official underwear for uh, the NBA, mm-hmm. so it kind of makes sense on all the branding that she's I didn't doing. Look at it. That was a, yeah, I but see that. I mean, everybody's reaching right now. I think I feel like everybody's lost. The labels are lost. The magazines are lost. The motherfucking TV channels are lost. I feel like everybody's lost and trying to find their way, and they're doing anything and everything to create just a little. Little inch of a to get ahead, even if that means putting a woman on the cover of a magazine. I'm about to say, what's crazy? I just told you, I don't read GQ magazine. We never even, we've never talked about GQ until they put a woman on there. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like everybody's lost (coughs) and they don't just know how to make stories interesting. And we're going to have, get ready for that. We're going to have, I wouldn't like, trust me, baseball is a sport right now that's like losing popularity, been losing since, since for years. I wouldn't be surprised if baseball puts a transgender player or a female player just to just to bring people in, like mm. it's because you have to do things like to get the eyes. to get the audience to get the, eye, the the eyes on them exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay, so moving on to American Godfather, people are trying to figure out how to bring back masculine fathers in the house. How do you think that we should go about 
reintroducing masculine black men into our family structure. Reintroducing? Yeah, because right now, re- well, we had a we had a gap, right? Re. I like I, wanna, I like this. It's actually she's right. It is re, but I want to hear y'all. I got to take on this. Um I think So you remember when you used to get in trouble in school and your mom had to come up sit up at school? Mm-hmm. Your mom would literally sit come in and sit, sit in the classroom? Mm-hmm. Now I think dads need to go sit in the classroom. Oh. Like a dad need to go sit in the class. Like you showing your ass. I need to go sit in the classroom and be like, okay, <laughs> to let to let them know. Like now nah, he 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 does have a parent at home. And now he does have a father at home. And now like my dad, like his dad. Okay, cool. I'm I'm taking over everything you're doing. Now the discipline you get to the house is gonna be very like it's gonna add up. This tally's gonna add up. You gonna well, know we exactly. in this era of soft parenting. No such bullshit. thing as no damn soft parenting. Ass, ain't dad is talking. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That's what that's I'm, I'm, I'm that's that was my, what I was getting to. You're right. Go ahead. Yeah, like for my daughter, like I pray I don't like I know at some point I'm gonna have to come a time where I'm gonna have to make a decision. Do I spank my daughter or do how, how do I handle it? Cause like even now, like we have this thing where it's just like I don't put my hands on her, but I'm like, hey, I'm gonna start counting, and I start counting. She knows what that means. Like mm-hmm. so, she, I'm already establishing an authoritative figure to like look, like I'm not playing. Like this is, and I don't raise my voice. But when I do rate when she does hit me raise my voice, she like, oh, like you can see. She, oh shit, like what am I supposed to fear? So like there's a certain level. If I lose that, if you lose that aspect of fear in your household with your kids, you lost all control. So like I feel like we have to to reestablish the the masculinity is like you gotta strike the fear in your kids' heart. You gotta be like, no, nah, I ain't the one to be fucked with. Like I'm not about to like you're not about to play with me. I'm not a child. Wait, but you just said earlier that like we're not teaching black men to be emotional and things like that. So oh, how do we balance this? Fear is an emotion, and you gonna feel you gonna fear you gonna feel this emotion. Like you gonna like because if you gotta think about it. if your kid doesn't if your kid has no fear for you, then they 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 also probably don't have respect for you. Mm-hmm. And respect is probably the most important part to having because it's a like I could I was bad as I could do bad shit. Like as a kid, I, I would do mischief, mischievous shit and I would be like bad. But I always had respect. Like people always be like, "Oh, he's so respectful." He says, "Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir." Like that. I would, don't say that. That's just how I was. Mm-hmm. So it's like when a kid doesn't realize that they, 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 there's they don't even understand how to understand how to code switch, and they're just like, you know, fuck it. I'm just gonna be all out bad. Oh, it's like, nah. You ain't got no fear in your heart, little fella. So I gotta put some fear in your heart, fella. I, you wanna go? <clears throat> well, I, I think there's a couple of things with that. I mean. You know, coming coming up in, in NYC, in in my neighborhood, a lot of the fathers was in jail, mm-hmm. so there was a, a generation that like missed fathers. So there was still like some positive role models in the hood and stuff like that. But I mean, I had my dad mm-hmm. until he died. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I think really, what can get that back is you know many to spend more time with their kids, and I think a lot of times. Um, Especially if it's a situation where the the father doesn't live with the child. Because I know off the top of my head of two situations, personally, like, you know, my people's, that because of some of the child support laws and the custody, that, that, that these men are not seeing their kids. And they're not being able to chastise or to be in their kids' lives. And I think that that's one of the first things that the, the whole, that whole system it has to be changed child support child support custody when there's a difference of opinion and 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 um the relationship changes Ray between the mother and the father because that shit has to be changed listen man 
all that shit is bullshit. Here's the issue. You want to change, you want to bring masculine men back. What we have to do is we have, women have to allow men to be men again. And the reality is that sometimes being a man is ugly. Sometimes, like, I mean, there's been a lot of ugly things that happen in America for us to live free. Let's just be honest, right? Yeah. So there are a lot of ugly things that need to occur for men to be men. Um, you know, Kiki mom was being a mom. But when you hear it, when you hear it, you got you to gotta know, like, that was ugly hearing it. So imagine hearing it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm -hmm. imagine a dad saying, I'll fuck you up in this motherfucker. People would be like, save that child. <laughs> no. We need to allow, like, there is a need for fear in today's society. And society is fucked up today because there's no fear. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get fear back is by allowing men to have a voice in society. Now, let me tell you how much, how, how hard it's been being a man. We voted for Donald Trump. Why do you think we voted for Donald Trump? Like, think about it. why you think people voted for him. As, as ugly as the things he said was, the reason why people voted for him was because he was talking the way a man in the house would unapologetically. And that resonated with America. So where everything is right now, I just feel like in order to allow men to be men, women have to be okay with the male voice being heard. And I feel like we got to a place in society maybe about eight or nine years ago, maybe like seven years ago, where women just kind of like got tired of hearing men's voices and was like, we're going to take over. And I, and I think the more that women take over and quiet and silence men, because as loud as men have been, you can't tell me as a man in here that you haven't, your woman didn't have, or whoever you was dealing with didn't have any kind of influence over you, right? You went home and you talked to her about it. Mm -hmm. But you still made your own man decisions. And I think that in today's world, as long as men don't have a voice, we're going to see the violence is going to get worse. People going to get worse and it's going to get, it's going to have to break itself down to rebuild it back up again. It's just that simple. Like, like even me watching me and you argue about customer service, like I love you. You know how long I've been loving you. Like, but in that moment I saw myself and I'm like, damn, why am I talking to her like that? Right. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, but I was just doing what I think a yeah, man should do. Like, too. which is nah, it's not even, it's just as a man, your job is to lead. And mm -hmm. sometimes a man's job is to tell you like, shut the fuck up. We ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it might be ugly when you hear it, but it's necessary. Mm, and ugly, but necessary. as long as it's going to get worse, y'all. It's going to get worse. I'm about I mean, to say, when we, like, just going back to those kids breaking in the cars, I guarantee you half those kids don't got father figures in the house because, mm. like, I'm whooping my son ass. He walk in the house and you come in with stolen shit from a car. I'm like, what the fuck are you stealing from a car for? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what are you doing? So I think the ass was like, we got to get back to giving ass whoopings out. I'm all about that. Like, giving out real and get, old. And guess what? Good one. And guess what? Those ass whippings will be ugly. Mm. Oh yeah! Like if I saw footage of me getting whipped as a child, I'd probably feel bad for him. <laughs> but <laughs> you know you it made me who I am today. Right. And the reason why I've never, I, the reason why I've, I didn't smoke weed my whole life, the reason why I never got in no real trouble with the law, I never got in no shit, was because I was afraid of Lorraine. And as long as she was there, and will fuck me up in front of everybody, I wasn't. I don't mind. Y'all, y'all can laugh all day. That's real. Y'all laugh all day. She'll fuck me up in front of y'all. So I could fear, <laughs> fear of my mother is what made me become a, a, a citizen, an outstanding citizen. Me too. That's and why the reason why these kids right? are so messed up right now is because they don't fear anything. Because they have access to too much information. And to me, it's like you have to drive fear. Well, I think everybody has a case study in their family. I got a case study like my, my first cousin, like who I grew up with. Like every summer, you got you know you got that one cousin that you go hang out with, and y'all with together every single day. Mm -hmm. yeah. I got a cousin like that, and literally, 
I remember one one summer. It was right before Fourth of July. We well, we had some fireworks. We had sparklers, and okay. then we out in the country, North Carolina snakes. in the country. Okay, we had the sparklers, and his name Stefan. Stefan, badass, was like, "Hey, let's let's put all the sparklers together and let's light them on, at one time and let's see what it does." And we had to be off like 11. eleven. I was eleven. Stefan was thirteen. Mm-hmm. So we he was like, "Let's light them all together and see what happens." And he was like, "Let's throw some bob, some black cats in there too." Mind you, some big ass ditch behind my grandma's house. Ditch is full of of of. Of uh, fucking old leaves, Throw like Stefan throws the fucking he throws the sparkles back there. The whole ditch goes on fire. <laughs> oh my god! My my cousin, my aunt Stephanie, comes outside. She falls inside the ditch, <gasps> rolls her ankle, oh. putting the fire out, trying to save the neighbor's house from neighbor's house blowing, like, catching on fire. So my like Stephanie, she never beat Stefan's ass. She Stefan never got beatings. He was he was the her name is Stephanie. His name is Stefan. Yeah, you know she, she loved her baby. Yeah, so like so so my mom, my mom was like. My mom whooped my ass, right? My mom whooped my ass, and she was, she's like, she was about to whoop Stefan's ass. It's like she hit Stefan. And he was like, my mama don't beat me. Like, he was doing all like, so Stephanie got like, it was a whole falling out to my family about the shit, right? But the ditch was on fire. The whole, the house damn near caught on fire, whatever. So fast forward 10 years later, Stefan goes to prison. 10 years. He gets well, like 10 years. Could have seen that coming. Well, he gets 10 years for, for robbery and like okay. some other shit, right? So he got wild ass charges. Stephanie calls my mom one day and had a heart to heart. She was like, Man, I wish I would have whooped Stefan ass growing up like like you disciplined Juju because Juju was always like he was always such a good kid. He never he got, he got into like his like, of course the little rips and bullshit, but he never actually got into real trouble. She's like, but that comes from like Stefan never knew discipline, and we was I was like, bro, like everybody has a case study in their family. Of, bro, it's, of, it's my it's my entire family. Like yeah. my co- I got cousins that walk around the studio that never been whipped. You could tell they never been whipped. Yeah. How they walk around the studio? Like it's no disrespect mm-hmm. to them. They mom, they, my mom fucked me up. Yeah, like sometimes I'm gonna fuck you up today for some shit you're gonna do next week just because I'm <laughs> just just a, just a sprinkle. Bro, I got an ass whooping on my birthday one year, bro. My mom birthday did not give a ass damn. whooping is crazy. That's insane. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. What did I ask for my birthday, girl? You gotta give me she one was day like, off. Oh, you think you think it's because you give me one day? Man. Wait, hold on. Ray said something earlier, and I want to go back to it. You said things kind of changed about seven years ago, and I know. Yeah, I really think that it was. All right, when we started going to college, I think black women. More of us finished college than the black men did, right? So we came out, we started getting better jobs and becoming more successful. So I think when we became the breadwinners, it took away some of that masculinity. I, I figured it out. You got I it? I know what the problem is. I'm leading, I'm getting there. I know what the problem right? is. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you just, you just let gonna, me somewhere. You finish it. Can I tell you why society is so fucked up? Because men, like myself, I'll admit it, men, great, smart, brilliant men, started fucking sluts. And start, hit me out, hit me out, hit me out, hit me out, hit me out. And what happened was, I'm blaming men. What happened was, powerful men started fucking sluts. And then they started giving those sluts voices. And then now you have the slut walk. And now you have sluts saying, I need to be respected and seen. And now you have other women saying, why is my nipple not out? And it's like, it was a man that was like, go ahead, baby. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm telling you, if you look at society right now, the problem is, is that, like, look at it. Kanye West, he married Car- Kim Kardashian. That was, Kim Kardashian was considered a slut. She had a sex tape. That's how we know her, from a or, sex tape. And he married her. Powerful men started marrying slut, slutty women and gave those slutty women voices. And those slutty women start saying, what's wrong with being a slut? Like, ma- powerful men started taking Kanye, taking Amber Rose on a fucking red carpet. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, Nicki Minaj is Tiger's fucking Black China. Like, think about it. All these powerful men 
started sleeping with slutty girls or with society deemed as slutty girls and those slutty girls start saying, why can't I be a slut? Like, look at, look at this shit with Chad Ochocinco and fucking Shannon Sharp. He's like, you should go be Yvonne. She's a virgin. He's like, he's like no. I want, I want, I want, I want Miss Big B nasty. <laughs> like, powerful men started wanting sluts and they gave sluts voices. And now, so I will say this, it is our fault. Yes, put it on a t-shirt. We started, powerful men started fucking with slutty girls and that's where the slut walk was born. Remember, nobody cared about the slut walk until we saw 21 Savage out there with her. Talking about. Then it was like, damn. Like, now slut. I made niggas say, damn, 21 out there? Man, let's take it. We got, we got to think about this because that's a real say solid hoes need nigga. Love too. Huh? Say the hoes need love, too. That's what I'm saying. So they, what happened was, was that slutty girls started taking over society. It's our fault. I'm going to take it, Tamira. It's actually men's fault why the world is fucked up. But. What's today's date? November 15th, 2023. November 17th. But oh, I will say this. No, it's the 15th. It's the 15th. It's the 17th. Oh, the 17th. Got, somebody using their noodle. This is it's why Ray gets paid the big bucks. Oh. The 17th it is on. That's why Ray gets paid. Executive the big bucks. producer, nigga, Aaron, <laughs> on the 17th, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, look at his watch. Like, you like, like I look at my watch too, by the way. I look at it. I look at the both of y'all like Thank you, Juju. Somebody got it. But Tamira, I will. So I feel like it's our fault. We gave the sluts voices. And then what happened was, was that the good girls, the great women, the, the good women who was raised right, started realizing that the slutty girls were getting the good men. So then the good girls, like a Kiki Palmer, start coming out with their ass cheeks out. Because it's like, I want the attention that the slutty girls get. And the one who showed her boobs the other day. Aisha Curry. I, no, Aisha Curry didn't show her boobs. No, she didn't no, show I'm her boobs. Oh. Remember, she, she started trying she to be more sexy. Yeah. She was mad because she's like, I'm not getting enough attention. What the fuck you mean you're not getting no attention? You have a man at home. Oh, Steph, Hon um, Steph Curry wife? Yeah. yeah. The girls want attention. But anyway, in closing, I want to ask you guys. <clears throat> which movie has the best soundtrack? Ooh. I'm a, uh, Rap or R&B? Because I, I got yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. See, oh, I only got one. Uh, I was gonna say wait in the exhale, so I don't know. Life, belly, <laughs> life. <laughs> That's yours. <laughs> or Space Jam. Space was because the they got I believe well, I like a fly. What you gonna say? What you gonna Space say? Space Jam was slapped. I said belly. Space Jam. Are oh, you serious? Belly. <laughs> Ray said, "Oh, you were serious." You, well, I know you a movie. Yeah, yeah. I nah, see. Yeah, you yeah. saw belly, right? I would say the best one is probably Above the Rim, or. What's the movie Boomerang? Boomerang was good. Because Boomerang was the kind of the intro to LaFace. That Boomerang was how LA broke LaFace. Remember? What about yeah. The Bodyguard? The Bodyguard Ooh. had a good one too. I, th I, I thought The Bodyguard was her album though. It was. But that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, Love Jones. I've never even seen Love Jones. Jones. I'm not a biggest Ooh, fan. Oh, you can't say that out loud, Love Ray. You I'm not going to lie to you. Love I've Jones. never seen Love I Jones didn't... and I'll hate that I ever watched Color Purple. Love, Love Jones is not Come a good one. I hate so, that I watched the Color Purple. coming back out. Put this on the record. Oh, Love Jones oh, is not a good. Love, Love Jones. Love Jones is for Love Jones movie. is for people that wake up every morning and text their friends. Grand Rising. Love Jones was not. A, Love Jones also was not a great movie. You put that on record for me. That sounds. If like you I text your girl Grand plan. Rising, you watch Love Jones. What about New Jack City? I love New Jack City. Teddy Riley did that one. Yeah, that was good. Yep. Yeah, Ted, that's it. And Juice, Juice had a good one too. Juice, Juice was, was good. Juice was the one I was trying we to. We need get to bring back Creed, good. Creed actually had a really good soundtrack. I said we too. need to bring back good soundtracks. And they did a good job with um the um the Judas and Messiah. Was that was Black Black Judas? Black, Black Judas and yeah, what, they, that was a good one. Purple Rain too. count as a movie soundtrack? Yes. Good question. Purple Rain is the best movie soundtrack Purple of all time. And that's the answer. Purple Rain is the best movie soundtrack Jack, of all time. I think Future's version, Future's version, or Prince's version. Hold on, hold on. I got one now. What about um? 
Not, Which one was just, it that Curtis Mayfield did? I think it's Superfly. Superfly. That, that was crazy, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm still laughing at the future of Princeton. You played too much. All right, so that's all I have today, Ray. What you got for us in closing? Uh, Nothing, man. Just... Beat y'all kids' ass, Let them man. comments, oh. man. I'm um, leaving them yeah, comments, Yeah, yeah, like, leave man. comments, by the way. Like, leave comments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I argue back in the comments, so. I Whoop don't. y'all kids. Beat they ass. Juju and Tamara are good for arguing back in comments. Oh, Juju's IG page is back. I'm Yay. back. Hey, I'm back. Free Juju. Juju what, underscore what, McClay, we back outside. He's freed. He's freed, yeah. He's the, we back he's outside. Free Juju. We should have right. said free it's Juju last now, week. It's so. Yeah, it's kind of Juju's free. Free. Shout out to Juju. Never mind. <laughs> shout out to our, uh, our sponsor. Shout out to Two Loss. Shout out to Yoko Vaca. Shout out to Tone Carry. And this is the Culture Report presented by The God Show. And we are out. I beat your ass as your closing message. Yeah, beat the beat kids. kids' ass. Get the kids' ass. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says beat the kids' ass. Mr. You Mr. Burr. Um, we're going to need a drop from you for the culture report. All right, cool. Burr. <laughs> <laughs>